It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. And now we got Art Piccolo on the line. You know him very well, John, Brooklyn right? Brooklyn Tech. Brooklyn Tech, class we of what? We were the same classes you, together. What class? 96? You want to say what class? 96? Well, that yeah, was, 96. <laughs> that sounds good to me, John. I'll t- we'll take it. Yeah, I was deputy mayor for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, Art Piccolo, tell us about your recent column, co- your comments on uh, Mayor Adams. Tell, tell him who Art Piccolo is. Besides oh, of being course, Ar- Brooklyn Tech classes. He's a chairman of the Bowling Green Association and the co-founder of the Lower Manhattan Historical Society. He's been active in Lower Manhattan, the area from City Hall, south of Battery. Um, and he is responsible for bringing Arturo Di Madoka's world-famous charging... Modica, excuse me, world's famous charging bull to Bowling Green back in That's 1989. That's all true, too. So, yes, my... Um, I. The Times published on New Year's Eve a lengthy review of Mayor Adams' first year. And there were plenty of other publications who have done the same. And it's vaguely critical of the mayor, in my view, without being very specific. I think he has done an outstanding job in his first year. There is, in fact, a reference to Bowling Green buried in the article, where there is an implied criticism of the mayor for last year coming to Bowling Green 17 or more times, which he did do. He came to raise the flags of various nations, to fly beside the American flag here at the most historical place in New York City. It's five minutes from New York City. Whenever he comes, he spends just five or ten minutes here, makes a few comments, raises the flag. That's an example of the time saying that he's not spending his time well. The fact that this mayor has had a schedule all year long, every day, traveling throughout this city, all five boroughs, to me, is one of his great achievements. It's unlike any mayor in the past. This is the 21st century. His car and his phone and his computer are, in effect, his office. The idea that he, in the 21st century, needs to sit behind his desk all day at City Hall and make calls is nonsense. I'm very positive in his first year. He more than anyone else has said, he needs and wants to do more during 2023. And yes, let's hold them to that standard. Art, it's, uh, it's Richard Weinberg. You said in your comments that uh, Eric Adams has been a strong and effective leader. Would you tell our listeners why you think he's been a strong and effective leader? He's been a strong and leader because he basically has represented the city so well. He has not, he has not shied away from any of the issues, from crimes or homelessness or anything else. He stands up proudly, representing all of us with a very positive message about the future of New York City. I think that's one of the principal responsibility of the meters, to be the leaders of of the mayor to be a leader is to be a very effective communicator for the city. And he has done that, I think, very well. In fact, in a way that no other mayor ever before him ever has. Well, I think, uh, I think Ed Koch was an effective leader and he, he was a messenger for this, this city. I think uh, Giuliani was an effective leader and I think Bloomberg was as well. I mean, I, but I think I haven't said any of them have not been. I'm just giving a positive view of Adams, also, if you want to put him in that category, that's fine with me. So what do you see the future for Eric Adams and the city? Well, 
I see the fact that I think he needs to do even more. Obviously, I think he has, he's going to be judged on his four years as mayor um, when he tries to run and most likely for mayor in 2026. What has he done over those four years? I think he started a process that he has to continue to develop in the future. In terms of I've had discussions, brief discussions with him at Bowling Green and also communicate him in other ways. I think that what he does not necessarily appreciate, if he wants to be the greatest mayor in New York City history, he needs to create, recreate New York City government. We need a fundamentally different kind of city government than we've had in the, in the last century, this bureaucratic base. I'm trying to convince him that he should start a process of appointing an assistant to the mayor in every single New York City community or neighborhood. We can, we can discuss what's the exact number, but I think it's in the range of a hundred identifiable individual neighborhoods and communities. We have 8.4 million New Yorkers, all right? If you divide that into a hundred, that's 840,000. Only 16 cities in the United States have more than 840,000 residents. This is a hundred times larger than all the other cities in the city. I think he needs to break it down where he has his own eyes and ears, specific individual with a small staff that basically reports directly to him, and he basically motivates them to be the, in effect, assistant mayor to the mayor in that community. That will take a number of years uh, to we, accomplish throughout the city. We have to take a break. Well, Art okay. Piccolo, thank you so much for coming on. But, thank you. Uh, and we'll talk to, to talk, talk to you again uh, real soon about uh, some more things. Sounds good. Thank you, John. Thank you.